everyone, and welcome to LJN Radio. I'm your host, Courtney Omernick, and you're listening to Technically Speaking, where we explore the latest social media applications for the modern-day workplace and take a closer look into the rising field of creative technology. With us today, we have Susan Ganelius, President and CEO of Key Splash Creative, a marketing communications company based out of Orlando, Florida. And she's going to be talking about how businesses can create and manage a blog. So welcome, Susan, and thank you for joining us today. Well, thanks so much for having me, Courtney. It's great to be here. Great. So let's get started. So first off, could you tell us just a little bit about yourself and your work history? Sure, yeah. Well, I've been in marketing for over 20 years, uh, directing marketing programs for some of the largest companies in the world in the first decade of my career, AT&T, HSBC. Uh, And then in 2004, I gave birth to triplets and opted not to go back to corporate America. And uh, about a year or so later, I had an idea to write a book about copywriting, started investigating how to get a book published through a traditional publisher. And one thing led to another, and I ultimately ended up starting my own marketing communications company. And that is what Key Splash Creative is. And I offer marketing communications to companies around the world of all sizes and branding and social media consultation. And life is good. Great. So how did you really get into blogging specifically? Uh, blogging actually came as a result of wanting to get my first book published. I, I've, mm-hmm. My first book was published in 2008. So I wrote it the year before in 2007. And at that point, I, I had just had my kids a few years earlier. And I needed to build a platform because to sell a nonfiction book, you need to prove to a publisher that you have access to an audience to promote your book to. And with three little tiny kids at home, I couldn't travel around the world doing speaking engagements, which is what most authors do. So I turned to the social web and discovered that blogging was a phenomenal way to extend your reach globally and build your online reputation and get in front of a global audience that didn't exist years ago. So for me, blogging became the the cornerstone of my, what ultimately now is content marketing and social media strategy for myself and my business. And um, it is just an an amazing tool for just creating a domino effect of long-term, organic, sustainable growth that can take your business to all kinds of new levels. And and it's fun, too. So just for our listeners, if we could back up for a moment, what exactly is a blog and how does it differ from other forms of social media? Sure. Well, a blog is primarily a place for long-form content, a catalyst. It's a place where you can publish your own content, um, and it's a catalyst then for conversation, whether those conversations are happening through the comments on your blog, because with each blog post, there is a comment section. Anyone can can provide a comment if you if you open up comments on your blog. But it's, a, it's also a catalyst conversation that will happen across social media through sharing Facebook, Twitter, and, and people talking about your content. So a blog is your place. It's your spot for businesses. I, I refer to it as a core branded online destination, your spot online that you control, uh, that you publish your content. And the typical blog format is a, a reverse chronological publishing of your content, your articles, your posts they're called in your blog. Uh, and it's just your place on the web. It's, it's user-generated content that's quick, easy, and can be completely free. 
to to have your own blog. So when you're blogging, would you say that you're giving more of your own opinion about a topic or are you reporting the facts? Well, and that's what's so great about blogging is that it, it's whatever you want it to be. If you want, and, and the term blog, while it originally very much uh, referred more to an online journal where people were writing about their, their lives, it's metamorphosized into so much more. Some of the biggest sites in the world now are built on blogging platforms, and they are blogs, just huge blogs, the Huffington Post, Gawker, all of these huge sites where comments are allowed and and content is published in reverse chronological order. And today, that reverse chronological order can look a little bit different on a blog because people can choose to design their blog so it looks more like an online magazine or newspaper. But they're built on blogging platforms. So... A blog could be used to report news. It could be used for um, company brand journalism. It could be used for an individual who simply wants to write about their life. It's it's completely up to the person who is running the site. Mm -hmm. So why do you think it's important for businesses to have a blog specifically? The most important reason that a business should have a blog, aside from the fact that it's their online destination where they Mm -hmm. control the content and conversation. It gives them an opportunity to build their online reputation, create and manage consumer perceptions of their brand, and consistently build brand experiences through content and storytelling that um, creates consumer expectations for the brand. And then when they meet those expectations again and again, they're building loyalty. Consumers will trust the brand. They'll start talking about the brand. That brand advocacy is a, a type of word of mouth marketing that money can't buy. So we have all of these aspects of it, but at the very heart of a business marketing plan is raising brand awareness and then turning that awareness into sales, into converting people into customers. Well, where do people go today to look for information about a product or a business? They go to Google and they type in some keywords. Mm -hmm. And your business needs to be present. And blogging is a fantastic way to increase your Google search rankings because it gives Google or whatever search engine a person is using so many ways to find your business online. Every blog post is a new entry point. Every time someone shares one of your blog posts on Facebook or Twitter or talks about it, links to it from their own blog or website, these are all additional entry points that help Google find your content, help to build your online authority, not only in consumers' minds, but also in Google's algorithm so that your site will rank higher than others for the same keywords. So, For search engine optimization alone, blogging is critical. Mm -hmm. Now, are there certain industries where you think that blogging is essential, or is it pretty much the same for every industry? I think that it's essential for every industry just because of that search engine optimization factor, Mm -hmm. just because of the, the domino effect that publishing what I refer to as share-worthy content, content that people want to talk about, want to share with their own audiences. It's that compounding effect of social media that starts from the content that you publish on your blog. Remember, the content is the catalyst. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's that compounding effect that can drive huge long-term results that will help a business sustain any micro or macro environmental factor that comes along. So it's building trust and 
that's something that any business can benefit from, regardless of industry. Now, there are a few different sites that businesses can use when setting up a blog. I know I can think of Blogger or WordPress. Um, In your opinion, what site do you think is the best one to go to when businesses want to set up a blog? Without a doubt, WordPress.org. Uh, that is the, it's the exact same WordPress application as you get if you go to WordPress.com. However, when you go through WordPress.org, you need to have your own web host. And there are so many affordable web hosts that are easy to use. Bluehost.com, Gatorhost.com, so many. There are even managed WordPress hosts these days who can handle all hosting for you for an affordable price. But using WordPress.org through your own Hosting that's completely separate, it's not WordPress hosted, gives you so much flexibility uh, to add features, add plugins, create your own design, just extend your site in so many directions that other tools like Blogger or TypePad or even the hosted WordPress.com don't offer. Now, if you're starting a site that's insanely complex with incredibly massive archives of content, WordPress.org will still work, but at that point, you might even want to move more toward a true robust content management system like Drupal. But for most businesses starting out, WordPress.org is going to be perfect for many years. So if you're just starting out and just creating a blog, how much time does it typically take to set one up and is it easy to do? One of the things that I recommend, I wrote a book, The Complete Idiot's Guide to WordPress. And one of the things that I recommend there for small businesses, for example, who don't have the time or budget to hire someone to help them, uh, start a free blog on WordPress.com because so many of the the tools in WordPress.com are exactly the same as in WordPress.org. So start a free blog that's that's not related to your business. Play around with the tools. It can You can set it to private so no one can see what you're doing. Play around with the tools. You're going to see how easy it really is to set up a website using mm-hmm. WordPress. And then just to delete that or if it's if you set that blog up for fun, for personal, to talk about your family or something and to have it set to private and only invite your family members to see what you're writing about, keep it, whatever you want to do with that. But now when you go, you move over to WordPress.org, you get your own domain name, you get your own host, and you set your business website and blog up because you can do it all in WordPress. Now... It's so much less intimidating than it would be if you just jumped right in and said, I need to use this tool and create my business blog. And there are also Mm -hmm. so many freelancers out there who are so inexpensive and amazing at what they do. Sites like elance.com, odesk.com, so many sites out there where you can find uh, WordPress designers who can help you create something amazing. Great. So if a business is just starting a blog, how would they determine what to write about? The key is to be creative and don't be self-promotional. Certainly, if you've got an awesome offer going on, a great discount, something like that, by all means, blog about it. You want to make sure that your content is useful, meaningful, and meaningful could mean entertaining. It could mean educational. Uh, You want to make sure that the content is written. It's not what you like, but what your target audience of consumers is going to be interested in, because that's what they're going to talk about and share. That's what's going to get them to come back to your blog again and again. So when you're thinking about what to write about, get creative. Certainly, like we talked about, marketing, sales and discounts and such. But more importantly, think about how you can tell stories about your your company, your brand, what you're doing, your industry, trends, predictions, um, market research results. 
uh, any kind of social causes the company is involved in, things that your employees are doing. Make sure that the, your CEO, your leadership team are offering posts that are, are simply thought leadership educational and thought-provoking. Uh, you can talk about laws or regulations happening in your in your industry. There are so many different ways that you can turn a business blog into something interesting by, like I said, telling stories and letting people's personality shine. Don't write it like it's a corporate brochure. That's mm-hmm. an absolute mistake. Instead, you want to focus on uh, writing... Um, things that people will be interested in, reviews, lists, uh, helpful tutorials, how to accomplish something, a product demonstration, create some videos of how to use your product and and embed them into a blog post, interview customers uh, to have interesting things to share about how they're they're operating and using your products and ask people to uh, submit questions and answer them. There's so many different creative ways that you can create interesting content. Don't limit yourself. So what about who in the business has control over the blog? Do you have any recommendations regarding that? Well, the business should have 100% control over the blog, and and that's why you would use a tool like WordPress.org. So you do have that control over what happens to your site. Um, You know, as long Mm -hmm. as blogger.com has been around, and of course now Google owns Blogger, uh, you know, you don't know what might happen to it tomorrow. So suddenly your content could disappear if blogger if Google decides they're not going to host blog content anymore. Is it unlikely? Absolutely. But yeah, there's always that risk. Uh, whereas if you use a tool and host it yourself and, and control everything that's happening on your blog, then it will survive along with your business. Well, is there anyone specifically in the organization do you think should have control over the blog, like maybe a communications department or the social media manager? Well, and this is where it gets a little bit tricky mm-hmm. because um, certainly for a small business who doesn't have a lot of employees, mm-hmm. it's challenging. Um, and in bigger organizations, everybody wants to get uh, ownership so that yeah, it's one more thing they can put on their review at the end of the year <laughs> to get their bonus. So who actually owns it? The most important thing to remember is that the, a blog is a content marketing tool. And in that respect, it should, I believe it should be owned by the marketing team uh, and it should be managed on a daily basis in tandem with a technical person, obviously, who understands how to work the back end and make everything work the way that it should. And again, this is if you have a larger organization with a larger staff, Um, but a a writer uh, and editor should be looking, creating the content and editing it and make sure it's great, repurposing that content in different ways across the social web and making it available to the social media team so that they can cross-promote it. So it's very much an integrated effort, but ownership should uh, reside in marketing. Now, you mentioned a little bit earlier with um, blogs having a comment section, and I just wanted to to see your opinion, do you think it's a positive to have a comment section on your blog? Because some businesses may argue that if they're a small business, they might not have a lot of time to go back and check what's going on, and there could be a lot of negative feedback on their blog. So how do you recommend having that comment section? And if so, who should? is there somebody internal that's going to manage it, like somebody in the marketing department? Well, if you don't have a comment section, it's not a blog. So (laughs) they're just publishing articles. It's not a two-way conversation. A blog is social by nature. Uh, So if you're not allowing comments, you're 
talking at people, you're not talking with them. And it destroys the entire purpose of using a blog format as opposed to simply publishing a repository of articles in a knowledge base or something like that. So first, there's that. Should you have comments? Absolutely, because that's where you build relationships that turn into trust in your brand and trust leads to not only sales, but loyalty and advocacy. And together, those things will build your business. So to the person who says, I don't have time to respond to comments, first of all, remember, if you're a small business and you're just starting your blog, you're not going to get many comments except for spam comments for quite a while. So don't worry that you're going to start your blog and tomorrow you're going to have 100 comments on your first blog post because it's not going to happen. Second, there are ways that you can set up, particularly in WordPress, you can set up comment moderation so that, for example, if someone's already published an approved comment once, you never have to moderate their comments again. You can set up so you receive notifications when there's a new comment. You can read them right in your email and know instantly if you need to go and respond to one of these comments or not. I believe that responding to comments should also happen either by the person who wrote the original post uh, mm-hmm. and the marketing team because, again, they have the ownership of the blog. So it all comes down to whether or not you want to truly leverage the the ability of building customer trust and relationships through blogging or not. And if you want to do that and build that compounding effect of blogging and social media to build your business for the long term, then yes, turn those comments on and set 10 minutes aside in each day to go through and respond to moderate and respond to comments. Great. So you also talked about the different posts that people have and how you gave us some tips on what businesses can do and not to be too salesy, that sort of thing. So what goals should businesses really keep in mind with their posts? Well, you you want to remember, always think user experience and audience first. Put the audience first. What is important to them? What is useful to them? Um, you don't want to clutter your blog with information that the target audience is just going to scroll by and get irritated by. So again, user experience first. But don't forget that a blog is part of a, a strategic content marketing plan. It is a marketing tool. So just because you're following the rule of don't self-promote, it doesn't mean that you can't talk about your company at all. So I always recommend using follow the 80-20 rule and 80% or more of your content on your blog should not be self-promotional. 20% or less can be self-promotional. And that gives you a good balance. So in that 20% would be things like, you know, we're, we're so excited to have uh, this specific new employee on the team, a picture of the employee, bring that humanity into your business. Um, we've got a great promotion coming up. Hey, we've got a free ebook. Download this. It, it's really going to help you. Those would be self-promotional. And uh, content that wouldn't be self-promotional is just interesting and content that is related to your business industry or products, but not about your products. So there's always that connection. And then also think think of it as a, a customer service tool as well, because you hopefully in your blog are answering questions that people might have about your products, your industry, trends, things that are happening, technological advances. 
And don't be afraid of what people are going to say on your blog that might be negative, because if it doesn't happen on your blog, it's going to happen somewhere else. Trust me. It will, people love to hide behind the veil of online anonymity and say mean things about you and your company. Mm-hmm. It will happen. You have three choices, fight, flight, or flood. Fight, uh, stand up for yourself and, and say why this is, whatever this person is saying is wrong. Flight, ignore it if it's from a source that is going to get buried very quickly. Uh, Just don't even bother adding fuel to the fire. Or flood, which is basically flood the internet with your great, amazing, shareworthy content and bury those negative comments uh, in Google search results so that nobody finds them. But not being present online and not having a blog is, is an opportunity cost that you're foregoing and your competitor is more than happy to take that from you. Great. So you've given us some really good examples on what companies can do to really make their blog stand out. And I was just wondering, what are some mistakes that you notice that businesses have made with their blog? You've mentioned that being too salesy or maybe not responding to complaints or other comments. Are there any other mistakes that you see that are really keen that businesses should shy away from? Oh, sure, sure. Definitely the being self-promotional is the biggest one. Um, You want to be careful not to discuss insider information. You don't want to air any of your personal or employee grievances. Don't discuss customers or clients by name without their permission. Don't regurgitate company rhetoric. Your your content shouldn't read like a brochure or, or a press release. Um, don't ignore your readers. You want to make sure that you respond to their comments and, and demonstrate that you value them and are appreciative of them. Uh, you also want to build a relationship with them, so responding is critical. Don't say it or publish it if you don't want the online world to see it because your words will last online for a very, 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 very long time. And in that respect, respect to don't blog like it's your personal blog. Make sure that you're always um, writing content that is appropriate and consistent with your brand image and, and brand promise. Don't forget to cite your sources. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Link, link out mm-hmm. to your sources, link to other online influencers who are saying interesting things related to your business or your topic. You don't want to just build relationships with your target audience of consumers. You want to build relationships with your peers uh, so you can do some reciprocal cross-promotion of each other's content and you'll get a huge boost in your your success if you are vocal, present, um, don't disappear, keep blogging. Consistency and persistence are imperative in brand building and in using blogging as a brand building and business building tool. Great. Well, one of the final questions that I have for you is, do you think blogging will always be a popular social media source for business? And if so, why? You know, it's funny because a couple of years ago, there was this whole um, debate going on, is blogging dead? Uh, and it's had such a resurgence over the past year or two. And I think that you'll see social media tools come and go. Uh, and I think that you'll see the, the term blog fall in and out of favor. But I think that the, the process of blogging uh, will not die because it is so useful in so many different ways as a marketing tool for businesses and certainly for individuals who want to be able to quickly and easily publish uh, their own content online. So again, like I said, you'll see it 
ebb and flow in terms of if it's the cool thing to do or not, but it's not going to go away. Great. Well, Susan, you've given us a lot of great tips and insight today um, about blogging for businesses. Are there any final tips or anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners before we end the program? Yeah, I'd say um, start now because every day you're not blogging is a day that your competitor is and will gladly uh, seize the opportunities that you're missing by not being present. All right. Well, that wraps up this episode of Technically Speaking. Many thanks to Susan Ganelius, President and CEO of Key Splash Creative. I'd like to take this final moment to encourage our listeners to continue listening to localjobnetwork.com radio. And if you have any comments, suggestions, or questions, please email us at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. Once again, this has been Courtney Omernick for localjobnetwork.com radio, and thank you for tuning into today's program.